Maxine Waters and other Democrats refuse to denounce socialism. The Air Force issues another warning on Chinese land purchases. Plus, AT&T and DirecTV are feeling the heat from the GOP-controlled house. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Friday. I hope you had a great week. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with socialism and the Democrats, because there's no quicker way to get Democrats into convulsions than to challenge them on their support of socialist policies while they attempt to denounce socialism and support the American way. This is a party that is controlled by people who hate capitalism, who reject the fact that capitalism has raised more people out of poverty than any other economic system in the history of history. And so, in the U.S. House, a resolution was put forward by Republican Maria Salazar, which points out that many of the greatest crimes in history were committed by socialist ideologues. It resolves that Congress denounces socialism in all its forms and opposes the implementation of socialist policies in the United States of America. Here's Democrat Maxine Waters speaking against the resolution. The American public is going to wonder why Republicans are wasting our time today with this divisive resolution instead of focusing on the real threats to our economy and democracy. Amazing. Only Democrats like Maxine Waters would think that a discussion of socialism would be divisive. Here's another example. I believe it's a foolish waste of Congress's time and taxpayer dollars. When I'm home in my district, no one, literally no one, has ever expressed a fear that this country is in danger of falling under the sway of Stalin or Pol Pot or socialism because that's absurd. We are a capitalist country. So she says this whole idea is absurd. America would never embrace socialism. That's just a crazy idea. Really? A new Axios Momentum poll found that while a majority of Americans tend to still hold a positive view of capitalism over socialism, just half of young adults agree. The survey also found socialism's appeal is driven by black Americans and women. This is also true among Gen Z adults, with 54% saying they hold a positive view of socialism. The majority of Gen Z adults in America have a positive view of socialism. We can think America's government-run schools for that which leads us to the vote on the resolution, which occurred on Thursday. All Republicans voted for the resolution, and even a sizable number of Democrats voted for it. But all the no votes came from Democrats. In fact, 100 Democrats, nearly half of all the Democrats of the U.S. House, either voted no, 86 of them, or present, 14. 100 Democrats refused to say that socialism is bad. And that's why the country is in the shape that it's in. All right, next let's talk about a new warning from the Air Force. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about a new warning from the Air Force regarding Chinese land purchases in America. This is a growing concern. And although this story focuses on North Dakota, we see major land purchases by Chinese entities near strategic locations across the country. In this case, a subsidiary of a Chinese company 
wants to construct a corn processing facility just some 20 minutes from Grand Forks Air Force Base. Here's some background. This is Grand Forks Air Force Base in North Dakota, home of some of the nation's most sensitive technology, including the RQ-4 Global Hawk surveillance drone. And this property sits just about 20 minutes down the road, more than 300 acres of prime farmland. Earlier this year, three North Dakotans who owned parcels here sold this land for millions of dollars to a subsidiary of a Chinese company that says it wants to build a corn milling plant. Note that in addition to this Air Force base, which is a home to our Predator drone fleet, the contractor that makes the drones is also located nearby. Here's more. An Air Force major composed an alarming memo in April obtained by CNBC, laying out what he believes to be the intelligence threat. He wrote, some of the most sensitive elements of Grand Forks exist with the digital uplinks and downlinks inherent with unmanned air systems and their interaction with space-based assets. In a report released May 26th, the U.S.-China Economic and Security Review Commission wrote, the location of the land close to the base is particularly convenient for monitoring air traffic flows in and out of the base, among other security-related concerns. Now, another Air Force official has stepped forward. In a late January letter to North Dakota Senator John Hoven, the Assistant Secretary of the Air Force for Acquisition, Technology and Logistics, wrote that the proposed project presents a significant threat to national security with both near and long-term risks of significant impacts to our operations in the area. Now, this purchase was 370 acres. In Texas, a former general in the Chinese People's Liberation Army purchased 130,000 acres near Laughlin Air Force Base. There is a bill now going forward in the Texas legislature spearheaded by State Senator Lois Colcourse to ban such purchases. It is a national security issue. But of course, some Texas Democrats are saying it's racist. Of course they say that. That's all they have. And they are willing to weaken American security in order to play the race card. And now, a so-called Chinese weather balloon is floating around American airspace. I wonder what these Democrats think about that. All right, next let's talk about AT&T and DirecTV because after the recent action of DirecTV dropping Newsmax from its cable lineup, the Republican-controlled House is ready to take action. As we covered last week, DirecTV has countless left-wing channels, most of which have lower ratings than Newsmax. So the move has nothing to do with cost-cutting and everything to do with censorship. In recent comments to Newsmax, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said that the House will take action. Uh, Newsmax should not be treated any differently based upon them being a, cover, a conservative news outlet. And this is very concerning to me, and I hope we get this corrected. So everybody out there, especially on DirecTV, can have the choice in programming and especially have the choice when it comes to get their news. Because as I travel across the country, I will, can't tell you the number of people who tell me they watch Newsmax and like what they're hearing and want to have the choice to see it. As part of that interview, McCarthy was asked about whether any hearings have already been scheduled and what sort of oversight the House will exert over this issue. 
Well, we haven't been able to put all of our committees together yet. We've had a number of them. We'll get the rest of them this week, and then they could get up and running. The Democrats still are finishing naming off who will be on their side of the committees as well. But you're going to see action taken because we believe it's responsible to allow everybody to have choice of what news they can want to listen to, what they want to hear. It really comes down to a free speech matter. In comments to reporters, McCarthy also linked this investigation to what has been revealed in recent months of big tech censorship of conservatives. Especially coming after all the things we saw happening in social media. Now what we found out that happened at Twitter, when they told us, oh, it wasn't happening. It's a real concern here. It's better to bring sunlight and get all the facts to know that is someone being um, jeopardized to being on television simply because their philosophical beliefs, that should be wrong. And I think it's a place that we should look into as well. I actually think we'll see some movement on this. We know that DirecTV's actions against One America News were at the request of Democrats in Congress. That's a clear First Amendment violation. The Newsmax ban is more of the same. And the House GOP members should definitely push this as hard as they can. All right. Next, I want to talk about the growing problem of violence in America's government-run schools. It's out of control. And why? Because in typical left-wing fashion, there has been a disincentive placed on discipline. Starting in the Obama administration, and as we see with critical race theory and other indoctrination programs, the left puts everything in the framework of race. If one group of kids is disciplined more than the other, then racism must be the reason. Thus, Teachers are told not to discipline students or discipline only the white students. The result is growing violence in the classroom and plummeting morale among teachers. Case in point is another horrific beating that occurred on a school bus in Miami. The little girl is only nine years old and she was pummeled by two boys while others on the bus just watched and cheered and recorded the incident. It's the violent beating that some are finding hard to watch. The video shows a nine-year-old girl cowering. Attacked by an older kid. Shielding her head as a much larger boy stands over her, landing blow after blow. Then a smaller boy steps in and pummels the girl even more. I don't see any adult intervention at all. The mother of the third grader demanding answers, saying she has complained to school administrators at Coconut Palm K-8 Academy before. Issues of bullying and fights in the school, and there is no control of the students in the school. This is just sick, and it's happening all across the country. John Welch is a school board member in the Lamar Consolidated School District in Fort Bend County outside of Houston, and he sees the discipline problem as a major issue. I, I believe that... Uh, there needs to be firm punishment for kids that are that are purposely disruptive and that are that are violent towards uh, staff and, and fellow students. Um, there's a big push in society these days to have uh, policies and practices that do not uh, restrain children physically as much as possible. There's a big emphasis on redirecting behavior. Uh, and a lot of that comes from pressure from the federal government. Welch added that the lack of school discipline is weighing heavily on teachers who already have a challenging job, but now face outright rebellion in the classroom. There's a lack of respect being taught at home from the parents, te teaching children how to behave in public, how to, how to show respect to their teachers, how to show respect to adults in general. 
And then kids also see other kids uh, disrespectful and getting away with things on social media. And so it, it, it does affect teacher retention. I mean, we, we put so much pressure on our teachers, so much paperwork, so many grades, but it's still, it's not worth the, the price or the, or the sacrifice that these people are, are giving to the school districts. And they, they can find an equivalent paying job with a lot less stress and a lot more respect other places. Great comments. And can you see the overall strategy of the left developing? Don't enforce discipline and you get good teachers to leave. And in their place, you get pink-haired radical Antifa activists. All the while, kids who actually want to learn are being pushed aside. Okay, so we have Democrats embracing socialism, China buying up American land, and DirecTV censoring conservatives. We need to ask them, do you have a relaxed brain? I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain. First, we have to start with Joe Biden because you just never know what he's going to say. And just when you think you've heard it all, he tops it. This week, Biden made us all wonder if he's just confused or he's giving us an update on the transgender ratio of his administration officials. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than, more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in, the, in my administration are women. What? Half the women in his administration are women. Okay, what does that say about the other half? What's going on here? And then, how about these breaking headlines from the Babylon Bee? Punxsutawney Phil emerges from Borough to let everyone know there are some documents marked classified down there. I love that one. And for all those anti-capitalists out there, we have this. Progressive really wants communism, but is worried there won't be gluten-free bread lines. Imagine what would happen with no Starbucks either. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Monday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Everly. This is a 13-minute news hour.